Welcome to How Train Talks, a podcast series for people on the move. Welcome to the How Train Talks podcast station, the place to be for all matters related to the How Train and how it came to be South Africa's first ever rapid rail link. Today we're looking at route determination, stakeholder engagement as it relates to the Gauteng Train project, a statutory requirement as per the Gauteng Transport Infrastructure Act of 2001. With me to unpack that subject is Tlaho Ramalepa, the Executive Manager for Reputation at the Gauteng Train Management Agency. She's an experienced communications practitioner with over 15 years' experience in the private and public sectors with a focus on brand and reputation management, stakeholder management, media management, research and strategy development, and implementation. Tlacho, welcome. Let's start with a bit more on your background and your role in the GMA's route determination stakeholder engagement. Thank you for having me. I'm responsible for quite a very important functions, but one of the most important ones that I'm responsible for is stakeholder management, um, media management, research and strategy implementation as well. So if we simplify route determination, stakeholder engagement, it, it very much applies to the growth of the Gaud train network and the affected parties from a stakeholder point of view. 100%. It's actually at the early stages of um, uh, defining a railway line. So route determination is the first step when you determine a new railway line. So in the context of how train, when we look at extending the network, we will start with um, route determination would be the first phase. So then objectives and goals in this particular area of stakeholder engagement, what are you trying to achieve? So part of that process is governed by the Gauteng Transport Infrastructure Act. And what it basically does is it regulates how you're supposed to um, define a railway line. But most importantly, with regards to the stakeholders, it clears the guidelines that you need to follow because there's statutory stakeholders that you have to engage. And then obviously, then the stakeholder participation. So part of this process at the beginning the MEC for Roads and Transport will initiate the process. So obviously a plan will come together and there's a decision to extend a railway network. The MEC would then initiate the route determination process. In the context of how train, um, the MEC mandated the how train management agency to, um, to start the process. From a how train management agency perspective, what we would look at then is the technical studies, the environmental studies, then the stakeholder engaged consultation. The stakeholder consultation, the context of that would be looking at, it could include people like ESCOM, SANRAL, because you would look at what infrastructure is around or is at the proposed route that is about to be determined. Then what is very important is that when we get to the stakeholder participation. That's where you want the public to give their inputs. Remember now we're not even looking at the implementation of the project. Is We're looking at where is from the feasibility study, one of the output that will come is the more feasible place or area to have this kind of project is at a certain area. So then route determination would look at what are the, what, what, what part of that environment 
um, is, is, is feasible or conducive for the proposed route to, to take place. Very technical process. So I'm really from a communication perspective trying to, um, to, trying to explain it. Yes. So um, from a stakeholder, what we need to understand from a stakeholder perspective is that there's a statutory process. And in that statutory process, it will include consultation with the MEC because ultimately the MEC will have to give um, to determine the route. So you will have to give the MEC at the end information that is enough for him or her to make a decision. And what is then key is the stakeholder inputs. So as I said, once she's initiated or he, the MEC has initiated the process to determine a route on de defining a railway line, um, there is technical studies and environmental study. The environmental study that is being done is not your detailed environmental study that is done in a project like this one. It is mostly on a desktop perspective because you would also look at what would be feasible and what is in that area. Then you would, uh, as mentioned, um, some of the examples that I've mentioned, it would be your telecom, your sandral, um, it would be communities, it would be municipalities. And why it's important? Because with municipalities, you also don't want to duplicate resources. You want to make sure that a project that you are currently working on, it's not contradicting what is being planned. Um, and then it's the interested and affected parties. Um, so it's more on that consultative um, perspective. Then you want a part of this process includes public participation. Very important exercise, also a statutory process. The Act only, um, Schedule 6 of the Act is um, in a form of a notice. Um, Department of Education, for example, is busy with a project where we had on radio, the public is called to make a comment on that. So it would be sort of a similar process. You put a notice out and you say the, the MEC intends to determine a route. It will give a description of the proposed route and the public will be called to make their inputs. So what we do on a project like this one, it's very important that number one, you get as many um, comments and inquiries as possible. And secondly, that people understand that it does not mean it's coming tomorrow. It's still a process. And this is a proposal that the technical team will present to the MEC. And one of the things that him or her would have to look at is that was there enough participation from a stakeholder perspective that was taken into consideration. And, and, and that's where the stakeholder um, uh, engagement and participation plan becomes important. So what will happen then is you would then look at the categories of the comments and if they're really impacting on the route that is being determined. Often what will happen is the comments that comes in during the participation process are not necessarily linked to the route, but it's probably other things that are related to the Department of Roads and Transport. It can also be perceptions um, that is not necessarily affecting the route. It can also be perceptions around um, the external macroenvironment. It could also be environmental groups that will also now start looking at where, what is happening in that environment and are you aware or is there processes that you are supposed to be following that you are not following because now you're coming into and you're bringing this infrastructure into place. So all of those comments are then categorized and then when the, so usually when a notice goes out, the public is given 30 days to give comments and that is a statutory process. What we then do from a stakeholder management, because you have to be proactive, we then look at what are the, the, the comments usually you may find are not only 
with phase one, people are already thinking 10 years from now when it's coming, yeah. how is that going to affect me? So you need to be very careful that you also identify those and are proactive. I would imagine once you involve the public, um, that's arguably a bit more difficult to navigate because there must be elements of emotion involved, yes. particularly as it relates to affected parties. Um, you start talking about growing a Khatrain route network that starts moving into or away from other areas. Mm -hmm. Um, is it fair to say that, it, that, that the public, there's a few more layers to, to public stakeholder engagement? Yes, 100%. So, for example, a case study, real-life case study. And take um, the other thing to take into consideration is that we still at like early stages. Route determination is, is the, when you, uh, like I said, when you are defining a railway line. The second phase will be preliminary design where you're putting address at two where the stations are going to be. So route determination just means there's a proposed route um, of where the, the alignment is going to go. So what happens when we put out that notice? Remember, the Act only suggests, only dictates that it needs to be in newspapers, in the government gazette, and you need to give at least in, so the newspapers of that area. So if it's Gauteng, your dominant um, daily newspapers, um, and also in the government gazette. So when we put out a notice, what then happened was the public was like the fear of imminent expropriation. So we were now reliving how train one um, processes. So there's an education element. Exactly. You, you really got to take the public yes. along with you and explain yes, this is the phase we're in and, yes. and, and, and educate them. Yes, and, and, and it was also the fear of imminent expropriation. It was the fear of property um, devalue where people were concerned about their properties losing value. Um, and it was also a misconception of what is currently, what are the timelines and what does this process mean? So community engagement as part of the root determination process are not part of the statutory process. So what we then did was starting to have engagements with communities to, to explain these complex issues because you can't do that on a notice. So it's, it's, it's very important that in the early stages, one of the things that you have to do is to listen understand what the issues are. And in that process, be careful that you don't promise things that you are also not sure of. Because remember, you're also relying on external stakeholders to give you approvals um, and also to to give support to the project. So timelines is, is, is one of the things that you have to educate the, the public about the process. Welcome back. We're still with Tlaho Ramalepa, the Executive Manager for Reputation at the Gautrain Management Agency, looking at route determination, stakeholder engagement as it relates to the Gautrain project. Now, Tlaho, we ended off the first segment looking at your preparation, but, but how did things play out once this engagement got underway? And specifically, how did you deal with, with some of the concerns you've already touched on and raised from the interested parties? Yeah, so one of the things that we really had to do was, um, once again, listen. So sometimes it, it becomes um, a challenge in a community meeting to be heard. So we worked with ward councillors from their affected communities and we educated them about the process. And from there, we went into the communities themselves um, to, to explain the process, most importantly for them to understand that this process is not linked to property value. And that this process does not mean it's happening tomorrow. 
it's 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 part of the planning rail is a, a system that will live for 100 years so the planning process also is a long term process and sometimes with timelines you can predict but it's it's never something that is cast in stone for example route determination um once you've done route determination preliminary design is a process that can take 2 to 3 years and then you're still having to go into the the, the actual procurement and and, and 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 so forth so it's 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 also very important that in that early stages we, we when we had meetings with the community leaders to make them understand that this is the ideal of where we're going. So in any project, that's very important. Why are we doing this? And why now? Because everyone is also was also, rightfully so, concerned about can our country afford something like this? And, and, and someone may also argue that, but why are you doing it now when we've got so many other priority projects that we need to support? But once again, rail is a long-term process and you have to do the work now so that by the time it's eminent and for example transport travel is 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 got so many challenges so this is also a process of making sure that we we align with what needs to be done in the transport sector so it's it's also that having and it also very important to have open conversation and not trying to um uh, um sort of be part of, yes, you need to support your project, but hear people out and understand where their fears are coming from. Because that way, when you open, then it makes the conversation easy. And once again, also, you are not always going to have, to have 100% support, but what you aim for is mutual understanding. And, and that communication has to be by design and not default, that people leave with a perception. And it's been, um, for us, it's been actually very good because, as soon as they leave, they all understand that, oh, this is what it means. This is where you are. It doesn't mean they may support the project, but at least they have an understanding of, of, of where you are with your project. And you've communicated the message. And, and again, listening is, is clearly an important part of stakeholder engagement. Yes. Any other challenges you experienced along the way? So it's delays in the approval processes because obviously with the project, um, you you also have to set a certain timeline because it also most importantly affects costs. So that has also been the the, the process of getting the um, communities on board, certain decisions that you want to happen uh, as soon as possible don't happen because you need to manage that. And I think most importantly from a communication side, never lose sight of your space. Uh, lastly, any advice for, for someone embarking on a, on a similar project uh, with regards to route determination specifically from a stakeholder engagement point of view? Sure, be bold. Um, um, and I think a stakeholder person also has to be outgoing. Um, context, very important. And always, always, um, it's, 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 it's having that whole understanding. I think for me, that's the most important, as technical as it is. As a stakeholder engagement consultant, you need to know the process. You can never cut corners um, and not everything. It's, you can't blanket um, everything. Each issue needs to be dealt with um, differently. Again, I mean, information is key, both from your own knowledge as a communicator, but also then passing on that knowledge and education onto your stakeholders, I guess. Yes, 100%. And, and also listen to them and get your processes in place. So the technical, as I said, is a statutory process. It is clear on in the GTIA, the Gauteng Transport Infrastructure Act of what needs to happen. From a communication perspective, 
it does not mean you also lose sight that it's still an integrated communication um, marketing and communication um, process. Therefore, integrate all your channels. Um, you don't always have to have, we, we, we also say it doesn't have to be engagement. Sometimes it's it's a dialogue, having a conversation, being mm. available, being accessible, and sometimes saying, I don't have the information. And if you have a, um, a platform, it must work. Um, if people are want to get hold of you, they should be able to get hold of the project um, if, and, and make information easily um, um, accessible and also the language. I think also the learning, yeah. 100%. There's a lot of maps that are involved. Um, if you have to turn those into infographics so people understand, because not all of us can read maps. I mean, it goes to that detail. In some communities... Also, if you have to, it does not all have to be in English. If you have to use, um, we've got 11 official languages, tap into that and and, and understand. I think also never assume. um, And that's why dialogue becomes important. um, And also the the, the listening. But I think from us as a comms people, that it's an integrated communication project. Therefore, it's not one newspaper or one digital. Integrate all of them because in some places, you, workshops, um, meetings. In some places, it could just be an email where it's it's a satisfactory thing. Yeah. Using all the tools available, yes. yes. Yeah. Tlacho, thank you very much for your time and your input. We, we value your insight and learnings on route determination, stakeholder engagement as it relates to the Gau Train Project, a statutory requirement as per Gauteng Transport Infrastructure Act of 2001. You've been listening to Tlacho Ramalepa, the Executive Manager for Reputation at the Gautrain Management Agency. To listen to this and other interviews about the Gautrain, please tune into our podcasts at Gautrain Talk Station. You can also access further material on our website. That's gautrain.coza or follow us on Twitter.